0: Oh, my dearest darling, mysteries abound in this classic work of Australian literature. Welcome, my mere mortalites, to another round of the book reviews. Today, my name is Kyrina, and yes, we are going into a very fascinating mystery set in the Australian bush. It is Picnic at Hanging Rock by Joan Lindsay. So yes, talk about a classic Australian book. This book was published in 1967 and it's a fictional story but told in a real setting so you definitely do get a feel for the Aussie outback in this one. It's set in 1900 in central Victoria during the summertime and is connected to and focuses upon the mysterious happenings of a girls' sporting school called Mrs. Appleyard's College for Young Ladies. There's not so much of a plot and I really can't give any spoilers because the ending is very ambiguous, very mysterious, but essentially these girls go out for a picnic at Hanging Rock and they're accompanied by a couple of governesses. And during the picnic, four of the girls go missing, one runs back and one of the governesses goes missing as well. There is a big search by the town For the three missing young ladies and for the governess, but nothing is able to be found at Hanging Rock, which is a very unusual rock formation. After eight days and another very fortunate search by the young English gentleman, Mike, one of the ladies, Irma, pops up alive, although barely alive. The rest of the plot then follows the aftermath of this tragedy over a couple of month period and how the boarding school is starting to lose its reputation and tragic events just keep happening one after the other. The book itself is told with very rapid character switching from an external viewpoint just looking in and so we learn of all these different occurrences because we are taken into the scene of Mike on his own, of Albert doing his thing, of the governess, of the ladies, of all of these different characters. So there is a lot of very quick changes between one character to the, to the next and lets the story progress faster. There are continual bizarre events, tragedy abounds all the time and you're really left at the end to try and piece it together for yourself and determine what actually happened at Hanging Rock at the picnic and why these things are happening. A touch on the author and the writing style of the book. Joanne Lindsay wrote this book when she was actually quite old and she didn't have a lot of works. She wrote this in a four-week period which is absolutely amazing to, to see that someone could create such a great work in such a short amount of time She wrote the book with inspiration from Henry James and in particular, The Turn of the Screw, which I actually did a book review on about a year ago now. And what's really surprising is just how thin it is. It's only 189 pages, yet so many characters are introduced and so much takes place that it's a really nice piece of work in that it's so condensed and yet so many ideas are open for exploration. And so what will we be exploring? Well, these aren't themes, but they're definitely some distinguishing points and The mystery, I guess, what the hell happened at Hanging Rock? So the way my brain likes to go at this, I'm not super imaginative. So we're going with the facts and no added conjecture. So it's very tempting to add new characters into this story to add malicious events or supernatural occurrences there's so much temptation to do that but every time i read it and things like this i go "Hmm, no what's a logical explanation for this how can my engineering brain try and find the clue to this that will make this at least a somewhat reasonable conclusion or a reasonable answer to the puzzle so the facts what do we know well we know four people disappeared and one showed up We know that Hanging Rock is a very small location and so the odds of these girls not being found is relatively unlikely and then we also know just some general points on humanity that girls will be girls and that people are indeed strange and that coincidences abound and so for me the essential point, the essential event is what happened at the picnic, what happened at Hanging Rock. All of the things that happened afterwards I feel are somewhat distractions because over a long enough time period, months and months, you are going to have strange things which you could link together. Humans love to put meaning to everything. And so, all of these additional events that are tacked on afterwards, I feel I can sort of justify in the sense that humans love to put meaning on things. We're terrible at judging the probability of events. And when you're looking for strange things, strange things are going to appear. So, All of that, for me, makes these things look just, okay, there's no real meaning behind them. They're just more coincidental. And so what is my theory of picnic at Hanging Rock? What happened? Well, I think it was essentially a prank gone wrong followed by some very bad decisions. So... I essentially think that Miranda, Emma and Marion wanted to play a prank on Edith or perhaps one of them wanted to and the others joined in. And so they went up into the rock and hit up there and did crazy things and scared her. In the course of this prank, Emma loses her balance and Falls hurts herself quite badly. Two girls are then found by Miss McGraw and they try to do things to help her but are unable to and it's then too late to get help from the rest of the crew. They then make the very bad decision of Miss McGraw saying, we'll get to the homestead directly. We have no time to waste. Mary and Miranda then follow Miss McGraw out into the bush. They get lost and they die out there. So Irma is now there on her own. She has no help and none is coming. Through pure bad luck, she is missed in the initial search and is eventually found through pure luck by Mike afterwards. All of the other events that then occur afterwards are just the happenings of everyday life. People murder other people. This is not unknown people die in fires. This is not unknown. So there is this want and desire to add a mysterious force, an evil devil or something to this. But for me, I'm going, no, this is purely logical. I can explain this in a rational way. So mystery solved. But the other distinguishing point in this book was the details and they were plentiful and super descriptive. To demonstrate this, I'm actually going to read the opening lines of the book because I feel this just beautifully sets what this book is about. So Everyone agreed that the day was just right for the picnic to Hanging Rock. A shimmering summer morning, warm and still, with cicadas shrilling all through breakfast from the loquat trees outside the dining room windows and bees murmuring above the pansies bordering the drive. And so this instantly creates that atmosphere of a classic Australian warm summer's day the wildlife, the scenery, the adventure, all of it combines. And I really loved how the author was managing to do this. This just continues throughout the book, the scenery, the personalities, all of these are established very rapidly. And it's almost like they need to because it is such a short book. Now I have in the past actually complained about books being overly descriptive. So why am I then changing my tune now? But I feel this was not too much, but definitely more than most. So if I had to guess, I imagine there would be quite a high unique word count in this. So per hundred or per thousand words, there would probably be quite a lot of different words put in that. But I didn't feel it was overbearing in the sense of trying to put too much in, of trying to really establish every single minutia of the doors, of the scenery, of the house, of that particular bird over there. No, I felt she just did a really great job of, Continuously going, so it almost felt like a drug that was coming in. You needed to keep understanding about what was going to come next. And she did this through the use of her very descriptive imagination. If Joanne Lindsay had just done this on the scenery and the personalities, it probably would have got stale after a bit. But she had this additional strangeness that she was adding to the whole tale of why did these things keep happening and was it all somehow connected which just kept the the drug dripping i guess a little bit here a little bit there and so you are continually drawn into it until you like reach the end and go oh shit like what the hell just happened and so my personal observations and takeaways what really jumped out at me probably within the first 10 to 20 pages was just how descriptive the book was but also how quickly she brought these characters to life i really was impressed by okay I think I've got a feeling of who Marion is of who Miranda is even though I only had you know very few paragraphs to actually read of them as individuals and the other one was just appreciation of just how much intrigue was masterfully built into this and me questioning okay what details were superfluous to this and what actually added to it you know is this tiny little detail of Irma's attraction to Mike something that's essential to this or is it a complete you know distraction from what is really going on I really love how she just added all of these different elements once again not too much but just enough to me to go hmm is that essential to this or is this something that I'm just reading too much into so in summary my darlings I was slightly hesitant at first but this book really did surprise me it perfectly depicts the Aussie way of life with the Beautiful imagery of the landscape and also the mundane interactions that occur day on day. But all of this with this unfolding mystery of what is going to occur. It really does leave you wondering, thinking, guessing what happened at the picnic at Hanging Rock. So, overall, I'm giving this book a very solid seven and a half out of 10 Picnic at Hanging Rock by Joan Lindsay. For the Aussie books, I really try and do find some Aussie slang, some things that are particular to Australia, but there really wasn't a whole lot in this one mostly because it did seem to have a English style and even the characters in this book did have a quite English character and flavor to them. There were a couple of things that I pointed out though. Number one was bloody. This is a very common use in Australia. So this is for emphasis on something. Oh, that bloody idiot over there. It's more just to express maybe a tad bit of annoyance, but it can also be more just as an emphasis on whatever. Oh, that's a bloody ripper. That's a bloody butte! That's awesome. The other one was just a bunch of names that are quite well known here in Australia. So Brisbane, obviously, Queensland, these are states. Turak is a suburb in Melbourne, Toowoomba. These are all just places that are casually mentioned in the book. And if you don't have an idea of what they are, you might think of them as a idea or a location or whatever it is. None of them really particularly matter, but I just noticed there was quite a lot throughout So mere modelites, we've come to the end of another book review and I really do want to thank you for joining me up until this point. If you'd like to hear more you can hit follow or subscribe on whatever platform it is you're listening on and if you could go over to Apple and iTunes and leave five stars and a nice review that really does help me out. To interact or connect with me you can find me on Instagram at mere mortals podcast and other than that I hope you're having a fantastic day wherever you are in the world. Kyron out.